This podcast is part of the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. AvenuePodcast.net Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. It's a special treat that I have been wanting to do for quite a while. I have on the Creole Soul, the Creole Pimp, Mr. Nasty. And uh, he was a lot of fun to talk to. We laugh a lot in this episode. Talk about all kinds of things in his career as well as psychology and uh, you know just being prepared when it comes to the ring in general. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Mr. Nasty episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. (laughs) Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos. For some reason, like it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent. And I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro. You get punched in the face on the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a man that I'm very, very excited to have on. I've got to see him wrestle many times. And uh, he is a Oklahoma-based wrestler. He is one of Oklahoma's best, in my opinion, He's one of my kids' favorites. Uh, They talked about him on the podcast whenever I had them on not too long ago. He debuted in 2012, and that is Mr. Nasty, the Creole pimp, the Creole soul. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. How are you doing? Doing great. You know, uh, as you know, I was a few minutes late tonight, you know, trying to get everything settled with the family in the house. But, you know, I'm doing great now. Oh, that'll work. You good, bro. You good. I know how it is, man. Yeah. (laughs) So we've been kind of planning this for a minute now and everything. Uh, I know I talked to you at a couple of the Diamond State Wrestling shows and everything like that. And we finally were able to get a date set up for this. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. You know, it's hard getting a hold of me. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's tough. It's tough. I got a lot going on and I'll be trying to keep up with everything and but but we we made it though, so it, it, it's working out good for us. Yeah, you're a busy man. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm real busy, real busy. So we'll just kind of jump right into things here and everything. Uh, we're going to kind of talk about uh, your wrestling career and how you got started and everything. So, what was your uh, start into wrestling? Um, I actually I started in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was my first match, but I actually, I, I trained for like two years. So it was at 2010 mm-hmm. is when I basically started in the business, you know, training and everything. So, okay. Yep. 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 So where did, where did you actually train at? So it was, um, 
I don't know if you uh, know about any Oklahoma-based wrestling back in the day. It was a place called OPW, Oklahoma Professional Wrestling. Okay. Uh, used to run shows back in the day in Tulsa and stuff like that. And um, basically, they had shut down in the early 2000s, and they started up a wrestling school. I looked it up on the computer, and I was there. It was in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Okay. In 2010. Yep. That's where CORE is now, right? I'm sorry. Is that uh, Sand Springs? Isn't that where Core uh, uh, Wrestling's at? Yeah, that's yeah, that's where Core is. It's actually, it's a little like it's in a uh, like a country part of uh, Sand Springs. So you will have to pass uh, the venue that Core is to get to where I trained. Okay, so it's deep in Sand Springs. Yep. All right. So yeah, your, yeah. your character, man, I, I absolutely love it. You know, it's uh, it's it's very unique, and uh, it, it's over with the crowd, definitely. You know, even when I was in the back, when I was doing the interviews and everything at the last show, uh, everybody was back there. They were talking about, you know, just they were popping whenever you went out to the ring and you did your stuff, man, because it, it's so unique. How did you come up with this character? Well, um, it, my daddy is okay. basically Miss Nancy is my daddy. Uh, he if you would if you was to ever meet my daddy, he should have been a pro wrestler. He has a larger than life. Uh, I wouldn't even say persona like uh-huh. his. That's just how he is, and um, he actually. I don't know if you watched the movies Friday and Next Friday and Friday After Next. I did. Yes, love okay, those. Okay, so yeah, so Uncle Elroy called himself Mister Nasty on the movie. My daddy was calling himself Mister Nasty before that movie came out, so that was like his his yeah. It was his nickname. And, uh, okay, he, you know, back in his day, he did some things. He was into some. Uh, you know, some uh, some illegal things, just put it like yeah. that. And uh, I basically just, I just started acting like him, man. I just started acting like him and and it just kind of morphed into something. So, yeah, I, you know, I do what I do. I, I appreciate everybody liking it, man, because I try hard. I really work on it, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it, it comes across, you know, you've uh, you've wrestled all over. You know, I know you do a lot of stuff with WFC and you just uh, mm-hmm. stuff in it with core and, I've seen you with Diamond State Wrestling, you know, and uh, man, it's it's just great stuff that I see. So okay. whenever uh, you first got started and everything, where did you draw a lot of your inspiration when it comes to like your wrestling style? Well, I, it's, this is kind of weird. I don't know. Okay. So okay, The Rock, The Rock, I grew up on. Oh, yeah. You know, that was my guy. I loved how he captivated the crowd, how he had them yeah. in the palm of his hands, you know. Um Michael Jackson, um, just his presence. <laughs> yes, you know people. I, I know he's not a wrestler, but his presence, his you just when you would see him. Like I remember, uh, I, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I remember watching it was some one of his performances on HBO. I was a little kid, and I think it was the song Jam, if I'm not mistaken. But he popped up out of the ground, like you know how Ray Mysterio used to do. Yeah, he popped up out the ground, and he just like stood there. And looked in the yonder for about five minutes, and these fans were screaming their ass off, man. And I saw I, that always captivated me. Whatever I did, I wanted to do. I wanted to be to be like that, where people, when I walk into a room, people just stop and is at all, you know, at all at what I do, even if it's just a little motion, like taking off the glasses and staring at them, shit like that. And then, um, and then I sprinkle a little bit of gold dust on there. I love gold dust. Oh, he's great. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, bro. So that's basically uh, my inspirations as far as that. But when you, as time went on, if you look, <laughs> if you look at the nation of domination, uh-huh. you know, you had The Rock, you had Kamamust or Godfather, right? You had Mark Henry, Farouk. I am all, uh, and D'Lo Brown. I am all of them in one. Okay. If you really think about it. I am every single last one of them and just in one character. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> That that yes, that was a lot, but it, yeah, that's where I got it. That's where I got uh, my inspiration for nasty. Well, yeah. you, you know, now that you're seeing that, uh, saying that, I I can see what you're saying, and uh, <laughs> actually, something really cool. I'm going to uh, Little Rock next week, and uh, okay. Farouk is going to be at the Northwest Arkansas, or not Northwest Arkansas, oh but God. the Arkansas Comic Con. So, wow. hoping maybe I'll get a chance to meet him. Hell yeah, that's my damn. That's my guy, man. I want to meet him too. <laughs> yeah damn yeah <laughs> i told my boss about it and he uh, i was like well I'm, I'm gonna be up there so i might go to it and that that's that's what he said to me he's i just got one word for you damn <laughs> so, you got a good boss man you got a cool boss because oh, yeah my boss maybe oh i do my supervisor know about wrestling he's really into it but uh, it's a lot of bosses don't know what the hell i'm talking about uh, yeah <laughs> well it's funny because before i actually started in this department he used to stop by my desk and we would talk about monday night raw uh, every mm. Tuesday, you know, so uh, it was uh, it was really cool. So then, whenever he was like, "Hey, would you like to come to my department?" I was like, "Heck yeah, would that be great?" Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. So it sounds mm-hmm. like you kind of uh, grew up with the same era of wrestling as I did. You kind of grew up in the Attitude Era and the Ruthless mm-hmm. Aggression stuff. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, great era of wrestling. That's probably you know I, a lot of people. It's their favorites and stuff. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I, I know you said the nation, but is there one in particular that you would say is your absolute favorite? Yeah, it would have to be the rock, the rock, I, man. I idolized, I idolized him as a kid. I used to draw sideburns on my, <laughs> on my face. All I right. School, I would draw the Brahma bull. Um, I was a good kid, but I was, I was a really good kid, but I, it was a couple, it was like one time I got in trouble. Uh, never forget it. My teacher, Mr. Parker, man. Uh-huh. It was this weird, weird cat, man. He was just super, just you know, kind of mean, hairy legs. Where, where these little bitty uh, uh, Daisy Duke shorts all the time, even in the winter. Oh, just no. a weird cat. Yeah. And I remember walking down the hallway, and I'm, you know, I'm in rock mode because I would like, I when I say I was a fan, I would be him. Yeah. I was him. Yeah. And I would walk down the hallway, and I remember him saying, you know, uh, you know, my, you know, Bobby, get to class. You know, that's my name. That's so weird saying my name on here, but. uh <laughs> Like Bobby, you know, I don't remember what he said, but all of a sudden, it's like I couldn't even control myself. I looked at him and I go, "Mr. Parker, it doesn't matter if I have to go to class. Jabroni Parker, you are two seconds away and I'll rock me." And I just went on, and man, I got in trouble. And yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't get in big trouble. You know, yeah. our gym teacher just kind of laughed it off and let me go back to class. But but yeah, that's I was a huge huge rock fan to say the least man oh that's great man his yeah. his character you know it just draws people in and you know yeah, i know man. that with what you do in the ring it draws people in so you know yeah. i i can see that where you kind of sampled from that energy that he brings to the ring yeah i try it man that, that's what that's what drew me to wrestling period yeah you know the rock Austin, you know, back in the day, well, I, I say back in the day, to me, it's not that long ago, but nah. I guess it is now, you know, uh, everybody had their own thing. 
Right. You know, it wasn't just wrestler number one, wrestler number two. You had Undertaker, you had a pimp, Godfather, you had yep. D'Lo Brown. Everybody did their own thing. Austin, you know what I'm saying? And and it's that everybody, everybody was a star. And right. I felt like I wish, I wish that's what I'm trying to do. I wish other people would get that on the indies, but hey, what do I know? Hey man, you're you're doing you're doing amazing. I, I'll say that, you know. So <laughs> I, and like I told you at the beginning, uh my kids, they actually they, they love your character and they oh, they laughed about so there's something that you do in the ring and mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it makes me pop every time you do it. And it's that that little whoo that you do <laughs> okay. right before yeah, yeah. somebody gets you. And they actually, I had them on the podcast uh, maybe uh-huh. uh, about two months ago, and uh, I asked them what their favorite thing in wrestling that was going on right now was, and that was my daughter. She said that was her favorite thing. Oh man, I gotta meet her, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta chat it up with her. I pre- tell her I said I appreciate it. I definitely but, yeah. will. You know, I try to. People gotta understand, man. You know, this is this is entertainment, and exactly. you got a lot of guys who are heels and they want to be the big tough serious dude and i i just i like to be different man and and, right. and especially when i'm getting chopped because i'm gonna tell you that shit hurts yeah so when they're chopping me i legit i'm screaming just to get the air out you know what i mean yeah um and it it, 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 it went from that and i you know i remember i was at some little show um i was it was my first year probably my first freaking three months and I was getting chopped, and it hurt like a son of a bitch. I mean, it hurt. And uh, I screamed a little bit, and I just I heard like people in the audience how they reacted to it. Uh-huh. So I just kept doing it. I, I just I would get louder, and now and you know I back then, believe it or not, I was extremely skinny and small. Okay. And now I'm a you know I'm a bigger guy, and I feel you know people was oh, I wouldn't do that. No, I'll do it. I, I scream like a I, I scream. <laughs> <laughs> I scream. I'm trying to keep this not rated R. You know, I want, oh, I want people to be able to listen to it. But I you get what I mean. Yeah, I get yeah. you. <laughs> this is if you give a dad a podcast. So I get it. Yeah, I appreciate bro. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. You're doing good. You're doing good. Um, yeah. The baby powder, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, 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 I've been. I, I told Xander this whenever I talked to him that I was going to have you on the show. I told pretty sure I told Tim this when I told him I was going to have you on the show. And uh, I, I've got to ask you, baby powder, man, do you buy it in bulk or do you wait till wherever <laughs> you're at to, to get another bottle of it? Man, I just wait to where, wherever I'm at. Well, I, <laughs> this one bottle, I'm not going to lie. I've been having for a minute. Like, yeah, because, you know, you don't I don't pour it all on me. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, just enough to cover your hand. Back. Exactly, just enough. So you know, I'm very frugal with it. Yeah. But I will say this: I will say this. I'm, I'm gonna get back to where I used to have um, some powder. I used to have. I had it now. If I had like rated G shows or something, it would just be the baby powder. Uh-huh. If I had, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, um, what's what's after G? PG thirteen. I had like yeah, PG PG shows. Yeah. I would uh, I would have powder. It would it would say pimp powder, and um, I would mix it. <laughs> I would uh, it would be baby powder uh-huh. mixed. It would like be purple, and then I put sprinkle in um um. Oh my god, what's the what's the little shiny shit? I mean, uh, shiny stuff. Glitter. There you go. Yeah, with glitter here. I sprinkle <laughs> the glitter in there, and uh, and then when when I'm at like the 
the bar shows, the rated R shows. It's called yeah. uh, bitch, uh, Smack Bitch Powder. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I'll sprinkle that, man. And it's just, it's just, it's just something that the pimp thing. It's just something that sets me apart, bro. And I right. just, you see that, the, the, you see me sprinkle that powder and it's mixed with that glitter. It looks magic before yeah. I smack a hoe in the face. It's just, it, oh, it, oh, it gives me, it gives me chills talking about it. So, so should we expect that at the Shire show that happens on the 16th? You damn skippy. <laughs> oh, yes. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait, man. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I can't wait to this show. That's that's the stuff. You know, I'm like, I made a post not too long ago about this, but mm-hmm. I'm a, I can do it all. I, right. You can, you know, a lot of promoters think they look at what I put online and they look and it's like, bro, I've wrestled. Or in you know at churches, I've wrestled in front of fam, you know, family shows. Right. And I'll be the Creole. So it's not too much different than the Creole pimp. It's just I don't call myself a pimp and I'm not cussing. Right. But um those those shows where I can be myself and just be outlandish and do things, little right. things, smack somebody and you call them the B word over and over. Yeah. It, it does something different to the crowd than just a regular you know smack right. smack is beautiful they like it they like right. the sound oh, but yeah. when you say the b word after it they just get happy man <laughs> they get happy but yeah I, I, I love i love doing uh doing you know the adult stuff too but yeah oh yeah i mean and, and i i saw that post that you put out there and you know yeah. uh the one thing that came to mind was is with the shows that i've seen you in they're they're usually more family friendly and mm-hmm. um kids love you Man, it's weird. <laughs> they do. They love that character that you yeah. have. So, I mean, yeah. it, and any promoters who are listening to this, this dude can do it all. So make sure that you get this yeah. guy out there for it. Because, yeah, I, I, I do like that. I, I did have that on here. You know, the difference between the pimp and the soul. You know, what mm-hmm. you know, you, you have made a distinction there between the two. Right. You have to, you know, you have to, you don't want to just get labeled as, you know, a foul mouth dude. You don't want to just get labeled as a rated G dude. Right. You know, you want to, you want to be able to do it all. And that's why that's basically a long story short, a promoter hit me up and was wanting to book me. And then when I agreed to everything, it was like, well, we're going to tweak your character a bit. And I asked him what you mean tweak it. And well, we're going to lose the cane. We don't want you wearing jewelry because it makes you look like a pimp and that's what that's what the hell I am. Right. That's what you just booked. You yep. booked a pimp, yeah. a big ass pimp. Yeah, and uh, and and that's you know, and, and that you know, that's where you know, and we good. I you know, we talked it out or whatever. But yeah, that's where it came from, man. I, but as far as the kids though, bro, I don't get it. Women and children love me, and I it, they should not. Um, when I first did this, this was not supposed to be something people like, bro. I was. <laughs> Yes, this was supposed to be the most hated. You know, you had Godfather. Yeah. And Godfather couldn't, he had to be good father to be booed. Right. I wanted yeah. to prove, like, I can make them boo me. So I was doing the, the dark pimp stuff. Like, I would have, you know, now, I mean, it's, you got the Me Too movement. And I'm, you know, I'm all behind it. Right. But, you know, when I first started, I had girls and, you know, and I was, I wasn't happy with them. I was like, you know, yeah. jumping at them and mad at them. And, you right. know, and I was trying to be, you know, vile and just a little, little pump. Yeah, I'm just a. Uh, when I think of a pimp, that's what I, I don't think of nothing good. I think of something just filthy and just weak. You know, it was an angry hoe train. 
Yes. Oh, yes. It was. It was angry. Just horrible. <laughs> and uh, but it's weird. And I, I think this is why being a hill, especially in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. when you're outlandish, I, I found out the crowd appreciates you more. Right. Uh, if that makes sense, it's it's hard to get baby faces yep. to match that energy. But when I'm baby face, I can do it. I can I can match energy. You just gotta be. You just gotta be. You know, uh, uh, authentic. And, right. and, 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 you know, and uh, be there with the crowd, you know what I'm saying? And, and include them in what you're doing and you'll get, you know, you'll get over. But it was just hard, man. I was I was supposed to be a bad guy and I would start getting cheered after the third show. They're chanting my name and, and shit. So it just <laughs> became that's really what it became. But I, I try hard. To, man, I will be a heel. I love I love doing it, bro. I will smack a baby if I have to. Yeah, if, if I have to, I would do anything to make people boo me, and but it, you know, it, it never really lasts, bro. It never really lasts, but I try. You know. <laughs> so there's yeah. a few names that I have here that I wanted to kind of bring up with you, and yeah. uh, one of them is uh, Dexter Hardaway. I know that you've <laughs> had a lot of um, interactions with him in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I met Dexter. My. Dexter was around for a long time, of course. He's a he's a uh, a veteran, right? On the Oklahoma and Texas scene, uh, he was trained by Harley Race, I believe. Yeah, and um, yeah, he uh, man, I started, I think, I believe, my first single feud with him in wrestling for a cause. Okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, the first belt in wrestling for a cause was the uh, hometown heroes belt, the little belt, mm-hmm. you know, that H- the HPH, yeah. Was, yeah, that was the belt. We didn't have any other belts. And uh, me and him, rep, we, we did a um, program for that. Ended up being the first champion. Okay. WFC, but, yeah. but yeah, Dexter's always been one of those guys. You know, he, he's, he's been there, done yeah. that, and he, he gives advice. Not everybody listened to him. Yeah. And I will say, <laughs> when I was younger, I love you, Dexter, if you're listening. Because he will listen to this and be mad as hell. So I want to <laughs> make it clear. When I was younger, you know, I, it was it was one of those. Damn it, damn, here come Dexter. Oh shit, here come Dexter. Here he yeah. go. As I got older, I started seeing like he, Dexter was right. I should have got out of here a long time ago. I should have been traveling. I he was right. You should. I should have went here. You know. And uh, yeah. But he's one of those guys that are that is a huge staple in, in the Oklahoma uh, indie wrestling scene. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he was actually my most requested person to have on the show. And wow. I got him on, I think, maybe like a week or two before he was inducted into the WFC Hall of Fame. Mm. So that was that was really cool to talk with him. And uh, we talked a lot about baseball, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where he's at now. But, he, oh, but yeah. man, if you get him on wrestling, he, he got a lot of knowledge. He's, oh, definitely. Like I said, he's been around, bro. He's yeah. been around. Yes. So there's a general consensus of, when I different wrestlers I've had on that have been the hometown heroes champion and they mm-hmm. all tell me the same thing. They say that belt is a lot heavier than it looks. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't even know the old one. The one that we had before that was heavier uh, than that. Oh, really? We have now. Yeah. It looked the same, but it was just bigger and a lot clunkier. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, bro, I'm going to tell you the truth. I love representing WFC. Yeah. I hate it. That damn belt. I hate it. Having it. <laughs> It's like I would my I you know I put grease in my hair and shit. Yeah, 
my the damn belt, it just gets so dirty and foggy. I was always cleaning it. You know, it barely touched something and it scratched. And I and I think I had it more. I didn't have it as long as John Cross, but I had it more time than anybody. Okay. And I, I every time I had that belt, I did not like it. I, <laughs> I did not like carrying it around. I didn't like putting it in my bag. I hated it. Hated <laughs> it but yeah, but I did like representing the company. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love WFC and Still do. everything that Tim does there. You know, I, I I try to help out where I can and everything like that oh. because great people. I uh, I love the uh, message behind what WFC has. Yeah, man, it, 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 I was there. I was there. You know, in the beginning. I, I think I wasn't at the first show we did, but I was at the second one for sure. Okay, I've been there. You know, from the 2012 and up, I've been there. Right, and um, man, the impact that we. The, the WFC has on the community yeah. and the fans and uh, especially the babies that we fight for is just amazing. I'm just where we started and where we are now is right. crazy. It is crazy. People don't even know. <laughs> like yeah. we went through it, bro. And, uh, but we are, I just, I, I really love what WFC has uh, become. Yeah. I've become. Yeah. I, I, you know, they help out so many families and stuff and that, you know, they've been able to bring in different parts of the community to help out as well. So, no but Tim, uh, you actually had a tag team with him. Uh, the yeah. Soul Riders, I believe is what you were calling, yeah. correct? Yes, sir. Timothy. Yes, sir. Um, before that, we were feuding. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. People don't, ooh, that was way back. So we had a... Called the Caballero Cartel. I think they're still around, or they okay. had a new version of it. They got a Facebook. The, yeah, see, the very first one though was like John Cross, me, um, um, Dutch Hagen, and another guy named Kyle Paul, who I trained with, um, but he no, he no longer wrestles. And of course, Steve Caballero. Okay. And you know, we were like the bad guys in WFC. Man, we were we were the first staple. You know, uh-huh. and I was and you know, I was the first champion, so I feuded with Tim a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we you know uh, in the beginning of WFC, and then uh, I ended up feuding with Cross and became this huge babyface there. And then you know me and Tim after I took a break from the the top spot or whatever, however y'all call it, then me and Tim did the tag team thing. It was you know it was cool, man. So Riders was cool. Um, I don't know if you know the where the name Soul Rider came from. The soul part is me. Okay. Of course, Rider, yeah, because Tim can't dance worth the shit or stuff. <laughs> I mean, God, he has no rhythm. None. I don't know what. Uh, but, oh, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he sucks. Monkey ball. But no, um, he, uh, yeah, the, the, the soul part is from me. Okay. And the writer part is actually a uh, writer was uh writer Jack Heron was um the first child that we did WFC. Okay. Um with yeah, he passed away some, yeah. some, some time ago. But yeah, that's where Soul Rider came from. That was the name uh you know, me and Tim came up with. Well, mostly Tim. But yeah, that's a lot of people don't know that. That's that's why it's spelled that way. It's not spelled like writer like you're like we're writing souls. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's after uh it's after writer jack. So it's but, something that I don't know a lot if a lot of people knew. But yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and now y'all have the uh writer cup that you do every year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I think that is so cool, bro. That that's yeah. so unique. Um and 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 then when you look at the people that have won it, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like the the I love to see 
just how imp- important it is to to the competitors, to us, you know, to right. the wrestlers, and what they will do, like the matches they put on mm-hmm. for uh, for that cup is amazing. And I know, I know, Ryder looking down, like smiling because we done did some some crazy things. I didn't see some crazy. I've never won it, but I've seen some crazy <laughs> things happen for that cup, bro. Yeah, but uh, I've seen some, some things. I'm glad that I'm very glad didn't happen <laughs> with yeah. the cup, but yeah, but that's neither here nor there, though. I think it's about time that Mr. Nasty won that. Yeah, you know, I you know, I think, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I haven't done was the Ryder Cup. Oh, and the what's the new it's the new belt. Uh the show the the um uh the prime prime time belt. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I've done everything but the Ryder Cup. I've been the host of it, I've been there, but yeah, bro, it's 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 definitely if I was to win that, I would definitely it'll it'll be an honor for me. In yeah. my book, I think that's more important than the belts, bro. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, you know that's 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 something to really be honored with, and especially to have the family there give you the trophy, right? That, that, that that's some cool shit, bro. Some cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. What do you like to do when you're not doing wrestling? Do you have any hobbies? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm a I'm a father. I got like a lot of damn kids, man. I do some <laughs> nasty things. I got a lot of kids. All right, another one that just popped up. Well, I don't want to talk about it, but Leah, I got a lot of kids. Um, so I'm like JD. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm I work a lot. Yeah. Um, I was a I was a great I was a cool little football player back in the day, and my kids are um are really into sports. So we really we train a lot. In yeah. the summertime and on our off times. Um, people don't know this. I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Really? I am, yes, I am a geek. They just don't. They just don't see it. But you, I will. I will vada kadabra muggle in a minute, bro. I will. Like <laughs> I am a huge fan. I am. I think the only other big fan that I know of is John Cross. That is into uh, Harry Potter. I am obsessed with Harry Potter. Um. Let me think. Other than that, man, it's just it's 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 wrestling, man. Um, yeah, it's wrestling. It's wrestling and being a father. <laughs> man, I get Very it. Powerful. De- definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you know, it's being a dad is it's a full time job in its own right. Oh, sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, kids. Yeah. I, I've got two kids. I've got a boy and a girl. Yeah. I got she's in choir. He's in band. Uh, she oh, wants bro. she's planning on playing volleyball soon. My son wants to uh, get into basketball. So, you know, I busy guy, yeah. you know, look, bro, I feel you. I got I got kids at football practice now. Like they're all I got three boys yeah. that are all in football. Um, 11 year old, uh, 13 year old and a five year old. And then I got a girl with well, my stepdaughter. Um, uh-huh. She's. She does basketball and she's in it. And then my oldest son, he's, a, you know, he's a special needs. Um, he's 14. He's my oldest stepson. He's, mm-hmm. he does the special Olympics stuff and the special um, uh, um, uh, basketball and all that. They do it all. bro. Okay. I am Saturdays is horrible now. <laughs> um, yeah. During football. See, it is, it, it sucks. Yeah. Because it's like, um, I love wrestling. Yes, but it's not more important <laughs> than <laughs> me being there for my kids. You know, I'm I gonna be that. honest. Yeah. So it, you know, it's a lot of times where I have to 
people wonder, well, why do I take breaks? It's not that I take breaks. It's just it's football season, bro. I don't want to miss my kids' stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Man, that but totally. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's basically it. That's all I do. That makes sense to me, man. I, I totally get that, and I respect that. You know, uh, there's uh, something about being for me. You know, uh, I, I feel like I was placed here to be a dad. So, I, I, what you're saying totally resonates with me. You know, my kids come first. Real talk. Real talk. That's all we got. Those are, I don't know now. Look, the woman might leave. I'm not telling you the woman's gonna leave, but I'm just saying she might. You know, your friends might leave. The kids is there. They they yep. yours. These are mine. Yeah, exactly. Yes, real yeah. talk. But you got to. So it was funny. You were saying something a minute ago about being a uh, Harry Potter fan. And it yes, brought sir. something up to me. And this actually cracked me up. And I might be telling too much saying this. But no. uh, I was backstage, you know, uh, at this last show that I was at. And wow. I, I walk up and I'm talking to uh, a couple of the wrestlers in the back. And uh-huh. we're talking about our favorite Disney movie. And I'm just sitting there I'm like, man, these dudes are just these big badass guys that are in the ring. Yeah. And I'm back here talking about favorite Disney movies. With that's me. how it be. That's, that's real talk, bro. That's how we are. I know. It's just, it was my first time being backstage. And so I'd oh. never interacted or anything like that. And so I'm fairly new to the independent uh circuit i let's see it was march of last year was the first time i ever went to an independent show um i had no idea about it it's it was right around the same time that i started this podcast and that's when i met tim that's when i met uh jason jones i met uh red james i met a bunch of other ones at at this first show that i went to and uh luke langley and duke cornell were the main event in the very first show so yeah that was it was a good match you know it was that one where like at the end i was like okay i'm invested in learning more about independent wrestling right so yeah i'm i'm still fairly new to the whole independent scene so being backstage and seeing that it was it was a very surreal moment you know just being like we're talking about disney movies back here <laughs> I, I, it, bro you, I, you you disney ain't nothing we i i remember singing um Oh man, a long time ago. I remember coming to a show uh-huh. and out of the blue, I just bust out and start singing a Pokemon theme song. <laughs> I'm gonna be the very best. Yeah. No one ever was. <laughs> and everybody just started like joining in. It was like some real, some real life shit. Like I felt important. And, and you know, we was just all singing. Like I, I tell you guys, yes, it was a real connection. And the guys, like, you could see, like, guys bringing in, you know, they're bringing in their freaking uh, their, uh, weights that they bring with them in, yeah. and their uh, <laughs> big gym bags, and they just drop it on the floor because this is some real shit. This is Pokemon right here. Yeah. And we, we just start singing, bro, everybody. Like, and it wasn't <laughs> even like we were smiling and happy. We were, like, serious. Like, we were in a trance, bro. It was like, I'm telling you, it's we're, we're human beings. And yeah. the bigger we are, the, the more human we are. It's crazy. Hey there, podcast listener. You enjoying what you're listening to? Well then, do I got a special treat for you. Storytime with CosplayDude637. That's me. I'm your host. And I like to tell you stories. Stories that I personally enjoy. So, buckle up, get comfortable, because we're going on a wild ride.
You know, I've 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 been to um, you know, uh, WWE events. Yeah. You know, where we're like extras and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it's funny. I remember like the first one. I remember like being told before, like Kane. You you see him and he's like reading the newspaper and he's got his head, his legs propped up in a chair. But JBL are like super super smart. Uh-huh. And it's like you would never think these big guys are human. But yeah, I'm six four. We're human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very little too human sometimes oh, yeah. uh, well you know that that's okay though we all have those moments where we can be human yes sir so uh, are you a pokemon fan did you grow up watching pokemon yes okay. yes i did how, how far did you get that, into I, it that's what i was about to say i was the the i think the the 2000s ones the okay. ones when the movie came out mewtwo yeah i was all i know all of them yeah from the first ones after that I don't know. Shit just got weird. They started. Everybody, Meowth was the only one talking. Like now they're all talking and I don't know to make a cupcakes and then flying to the moon. I don't, I can't get with it. I tried to watch it with my kids. I couldn't get with it, bro. But so yeah. you have kids was, who are into it too then? Yeah. My, I mean, he was. My oldest son was into it and uh, he had the, you know, he, he was, I, I still have my cards. Okay. Um, so I taught him how to play because I used Thank to, you. back in the day, uh-huh. We had a Pokemon League. I don't know if you remember Toys R Us. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to be in that thing winning money and cards and stuff. <laughs> so I was serious about my deck. You know what I mean? So. Oh, wow. Um, but he, he, I, I, I found him. You know, I had a booklet of him and I found him one time and he was real into him. So I started buying his own. And he's, yeah, we, we would battle each other and all kind of stuff uh, when he was younger, but he kind of grew out of it, you know? Yeah. So I've got a a twelve year old son, and uh, mm-hmm. man, he he still likes it. Like he likes the game, like the like the video games for it though. Like, right. He uh, plays like I have the yellow, you know. I have uh, uh, I have the blue, and so you know he loves those. And then he's, so he's playing also, the old school version. Oh like, yeah, oh, that's he likes sad. retro gaming. Like I know that's right. He do you want he wanted for uh, for Christmas this last year? What, what did he want? A Nintendo 64. Man, that's my yeah. guy. Yeah. I got to so meet that dude. We, uh, we, he, he, we found him one. I, I, I've got a friend who um, refurbishes stuff and sells it. Uh-huh. And uh, he gave me a really good deal. I got like four controllers and I got the grape colored one because those aren't very, uh, uh, there's not too many of those. So, <laughs> right. yeah. And uh, so we got some games for it and it, oh, it's so much fun. That's cool, brother. My kids are sedity as hell. They, <laughs> they, they, I don't even know some of the stuff they be on. All them games they be on, bro. I don't know what to do with them. I yeah. wish I could just play something simple with them. Yeah, no, they won't. They won't. The highest technology. They want. Well, see, okay. So that's my daughter because she wanted that. Uh, she, he wanted the sixty four, and she wanted an mm-hmm. Xbox Series S. So th- it kind of balanced out, you know. And we got them both what they wanted. We were lucky to find it at a good price, you know? And uh, so we got that. But out here in my podcast area, I have a GameCube, a PS3, and an Xbox 360. And, you know, whenever they they, want to talk trash, I'll bring them out here and we'll play some Halo, you know? Oh, they don't know about that. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) stall them out, Debo. Stall them out, Debo. They don't know about that. (laughs) 
so you know i'll, I'll be like okay you, you might have got me on on Fortnite or uh right. one of those you know <laughs> but let's go out here and play halo and y'all be um whining by the time you leave so oh god i'm <laughs> playing at Fortnite. i don't know what the hell that game does i still don't get it you just build stuff and kill you build yeah. and kill i don't know what else it just doesn't make sense to me but they love it bro the kids <laughs> love it the very first time i played it i got wounded and i was on my own and nobody came and helped me and so they just left me there and i bled out actually in the game what you know? yeah i was like you okay this is apparently so it was because if you don't get um healed then your wound continues to harm you as you go until you run out of life <laughs> So, yeah, I'm just limping along, dying, don't know what I'm doing. And I didn't play it for a long time after that because I was like, man, I suck at this way too bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're better than me. I picked up the controller, and they was yeah. trying to tell me the controllers. I don't like all that. I like it to be simple. Yeah. And they was trying to explain it to me. I set the controller down, and I was done. <laughs> y'all can, can have it. <laughs> So, do you have any goals uh, set that you are trying to reach when it comes to wrestling? Yeah, I do now. Um, okay, it's like it's weird because I really I did when I first started. Mm -hmm. Like it, you know, I was also I want to make it on TV, you know, thing. But yeah. I never really sat down and said, okay, what do I need to do to get here? What do I need to do to get here? Right. Um, and I think uh, not not too long ago. Uh, I had a WWE try. Well, we all had a WWE tryout um, at Core, and I got some really positive response back okay. in them. One of one of the things that was asked was, "Why the f? Literally, why the? Oh, I did good. So I didn't say it. Why the f haven't you left Oklahoma? Uh huh. And um, and I start thinking like, you know, I, I go to Texas and Arkansas, and Kansas, stuff like that, but I need to really get out. Right get out i want to my goal is to get out make a name for myself at other places that i've never been i've been fortunate bro i i i'll man i'll get to a place i've never been and i'll get the same reaction that i'm getting other places you know yeah. so i'm doing something right i kind of want to get to a place where i don't so i can know if it's something that i'm doing wrong and i'm listen people will tell you i'm probably the most humble one of the most humble people around and it's, it's weird for me to even say this i don't usually hear people how can i put this like critique me well mm -hmm. i'm not i don't get feedback that says you didn't do this or you need to work on this it's always it never fails it's always oh you're perfect well, if, if i'm perfect why the hell am am i yeah. not on tv yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and, I, and it's like i'm not getting that so i just want to find some place where everybody's better than me or every, it's not just better, not necessarily, you know, it, it's it, wrestling. It's not about who's better. It's, it's wrestlers that can go out there and wrestle. Yeah. And they can do technical things way better than I can ever do It's people that can talk on the mic, it, it, but you have to have it all to be considered a pro wrestler. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to find a place that everybody has at all. I'm a small fish in a big ass pond and I want to work my way up there. And make a name for myself everywhere, and eventually get. Some, I want to get some. I'm gonna make some real, real money. Yeah, out of doing this, you know what I mean. I want to be on somebody's TV, bro. You know. There bro. you go. Yeah, that's basically my goal, man. Uh, man, and you know, I, I I'm not. I don't want to be the one. Uh, one of the ones that's just like, yeah, you're great, but you know, you are. <laughs> so, uh, <man. laughs> you know, and uh, I I could definitely I see you. 
showing up on the TV, you know, uh, with the Creole pimp, you know. You know, it's it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Like, I hear that. I, I, honest to God, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't think, like, I look at myself, I look at other people, and it's, it's a lot of good wrestlers around. Yes. And it's like, I just don't, when people say that, it's just like, bro, I just don't always see it. Because when I look at my my shit, or ooh, when I look at my stuff, uh-huh. I, I I will watch a match. I, I might have liked it that that night that it happened. Yeah. By the time I made it home, if I have it on my phone, I hate it. Yeah. Because I will find everything that I can find where I could move the wrong way. I can go to the left instead of the right. I can blink. Mm-hmm. Just little stuff. That I really, it's just, I don't think I'm to that level yet. I just got to find a place where people can push me. You know, we all do. Like, guys like Cappuccino. You seen Cappuccino, bro? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cappuccino Jones. Now, see, yeah. that's my favorite wrestler. Okay. On the Indies right now. My favorite female wrestler is a is uh, Olivier. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, it's them two. The way they sell, the little yeah. stuff that they do that took me forever. They're, they're new, bro. They haven't been wrestling that long both of them right they got it they got it bro they got it i'll be trying to tell these guys i'll be trying to tell her especially get out there she does travel yeah but she needs to be on somebody's tv she uh, does Cal- a lot of texas oh, right she does she does yeah. a lot of texas she does a lot of everywhere um she's gonna be moving soon Ugh. yeah that's what she said she's moving to vegas yeah and she's moving to freaking vegas but yeah. I, hope, I, I hope i hope she does well there but i'm gonna miss her ass but Oh uh, yeah, for he, sure. Yeah, like those those two are my favorite, bro. I look at them. To me, those those guys can sell their ass off. Yeah, to the point to where I blush. <laughs> That's why <what> I <laughs> tell people they sell so good, it make me blush. Yeah. They, yeah, and it's just little things that they do that they already have that took me forever to figure out. Those are the people I'm trying to like. Okay, I want to I want to work them. I I will work a match with her. I, I can't be in Oklahoma, right? But I'll work a match with her any day. I think you can do it in Arkansas. Yeah, I'll shoot. I'll push for that. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I've worked Cap, and he, it's just he is very good, bro. Yeah. How well he listens and to little things, right? I, I just he's really good, bro. He's well, really freaking good. The things that you're saying here, it reminds me of an artist. You know, last week I had on uh, a country music artist out of South uh, South Alabama, okay. and so the things you're saying reminds me of that. And I'm the same way when it comes to doing this, even I critique myself constantly. We have a image in our head of what that perfect would look like. And we're our worst enemy sometimes when it comes to that. But at the same time, you're perfecting your craft. Whenever you start saying, no, I'm good. You know, I don't have to change anything. That's when you have to worry, but you're not doing that. You know, you're constantly trying to improve yourself. And that's where the good stuff comes is those people who are constantly trying to improve themselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, the wrestling business, I don't know too much about the country business or uh, <laughs> country thing, but the wrestling business, bro, it, it evolves. Yeah. It evolves. And it's going to evolve with or without you. Right. So, you know, as much as I respect those old time vets, I, it is going to evolve whether you like it or not. It's not up to you what wrestling should be. And you have to constantly stay with it. Chris Jericho's best example. Yes. 
have to Definitely. constantly stay rev- uh, relevant. And that's what the way you talk to Mike, that's what moves, staying hip to what your audience want. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we, we, people, we, we take ourselves too serious. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. We all we are is products. Right. We, professional wrestling, we are products as wrestlers. And we are, our job is to give people what they want. We are a supply and demand. That's yeah. what we are. Yeah. And I think when guys remember that, we'll be better off. So you always got to, you always got to be looking at what what's in. What is people talking about right now? Well, yep. and that's in society too. You know, who's our president? What's going on? What's the what's the what's the best joke that's out right now? That's that's went viral. You yep. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, how can I use that in my matches? How can you constantly got to those those guys that don't? Yeah, they don't get it. They 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 can't figure out why they're not being booked. At, you know to you know to be putting little storylines of you know put a title on it, and that's why because yep. no it's no depth there. Yeah, but yeah, you got to, bro. To your point, there was, I actually read this today, and it was a, a quote from Kevin Nash talking to Shawn Michaels recently. He went down there and he was watching NXT. And you know, Shawn is in charge of NXT now. And he right. was like, man, think this is going too fast. You know, they need to slow it down. And he said, no, they don't because the product has changed from whenever right. we were there, you know. And if we were to slow it down, then people would leave. You know, you have to stay relevant and you have to stay up to date with what society and what people are wanting to see. Thank you. Society has freaking changed. Yep. And pro wrestling changes with it. That's the the way, if you look at, how old are you, bro? I'm 35. Okay. See, we were around, we were around the same era. I'm 33. Okay. So you, you, we grew up, man, we didn't have. We didn't have access to what my kids have now, which is scary to me. But, right. Yeah, it scares me. You know, we didn't have, bro, we couldn't just, and I'm just, man, I know it's the dad show, but I, I can't, I'm really, I'm You're good. nasty. I'm, You're good. So, you know, we had to work to get to our naughty, you know, our naughty links. Yeah. And our naughty, uh, you know, we didn't, we could just get on internet and type in big booty holes and nothing. You know, you had to, <laughs> right. I had to stay up late and watch BET Uncut. And, and stuff like that and watch HBO at night. Yeah. You know, these kids have everything. And they, when something happens, bro, back in the day when something happened, we wouldn't know about it until when WWF came on. Right. Now, yeah. you know about it. You know somebody passed away before WWE even released. You know who got into it with what? You know who got fired before they even said they got fired. You know who messed with who. So, and that's in everything. So society information has changed, and you gotta stay up with it. Because, like Don said, you will bore people. Yes, you start putting a putting a dude in a chain in in a, in a rest hold, or we call it rest hold, in a wrist lock, and you yep. reverse the wrist lock five times back. You will look up, and everyone will be gone. <laughs> yep, are looking at their phones, man. Yep. yep. And unfortunately, in my business, business man, you got a lot of. And I and I know they mean well, but you got a lot of lot, like older cats who don't understand that concept, and they get into these young guys' heads, and they won't they won't wrestling the way they liked it, and not right. the way it is. Right. And they get these guys, and these guys are just trying to be respectful and listen to them, and they just kill them, man. They just kill their momentum because they're telling them, "Don't do this. Oh, don't do this spot. Don't do a backflip. Oh, don't do." And, and it's like, bro, now. This kid is no one wants to book him now. He can't get booked out of your little fed. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> it has to evolve, bro. It does. 
kind of switching over here a little bit, and uh, yeah. I want to ask you, who is uh, one of your favorite opponents to work? Favorite opponents? Ooh. Uh, probably. Man, this is kind of tough. Right now, the still wrestles? Yeah. Or one that doesn't. You can do both. Okay. It'll have to be. People are probably going to get mad. it have to be Luke Langley. Okay. Is the one that wrestle now. We just, bro, we don't, we don't look so good. Yes. Then that's really what it is, bro. He just, it's it's so easy. Yeah. You know, Luke is so easy to work. We worked each other literally the beginning of, well, the beginning of my career. I think he's got like a year on me. Okay. Maybe, but he, when he started coming to Oklahoma, we came literally at the same time. Yeah. In Tahlequah. So we, we were feuding and tag team stuff then. And then uh, we as we became single wrestlers, and that especially now we wrestle each other a lot. Yeah, and it, it's it's never a bad a bad match. I know I can count on him to do his thing. Um, right. John Cross was always the one that was like mine. I mean, I I don't know. Let's, he's my Austin and Rock. You know, I got you. Yeah. So he's the one that I was like. I would I would wrestle him at this one place and I would go somewhere else and people there was talking about what we did. You know what I'm saying? He was the one right. that really made me look like, oh shoot, I'm a wrestler, bro. I, I wrestle now. Like, look, yeah. look at me. Like people talk about me now. Like, <laughs> you know, and uh so it's them, but it's a lot, man. It's a lot, bro. Like Sam yeah. Stackhouse, you know, uh Sam and Riker are my yeah. favorite two big men to wrestle. Okay. You know? Yeah, and um, you know, you gotta have them. Um, yeah, it's just guys that are just like, to me, Luke is probably the best wrestler around right now, as far as wrestling wise. Right. Um, he is. <laughs> so <laughs> when you can get in there, it, it boosts up your confidence. Cause if you can work with him and he's happy, then I know I'm doing some shit right. Right. You know what I mean? I know when I look back at this, oh, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be cool because I yeah. know anytime I'm in a ring with him, bro, he need to be on somebody's TV. He yeah. Just, you know, it's just, I don't know. He, I don't know. I don't know why he's not to me. He's, he's got to get, I, don't, I guess they, they be talking about it and shit. To me, he's got it. I mean, hell, he's, <laughs> I just I don't agree. get why. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's real. He, he's too good. He is really too good. But yeah, so, those are probably it. He is my, uh, he probably is, a, tired of me telling people this but he was the first wrestler that i had on this podcast and he because like i said he was in that the main event of that first match and everything and uh so i i reached out to him and he was immediately yeah sure let's do this you know and uh after it was over dude is great at giving advice and he's so nice about it too you know and so after it was over he was like okay that was great great interview but maybe mm-hmm. do this instead. And he gave yeah. me pointers on what to do when it came to interviewing wrestlers and things. He's like, you're going to get people to talk more if you focus on this side of it more than this. And it's actually helped a whole bunch. And so I give him all the credit in the world when it comes to the success of this podcast, because he wow. gave me great advice there in the very beginning. You know, that's funny that you say that he's like that with wrestling as well. He's, yeah. he's, He's what we call a ring general. Yes. You know, I think one of the things why we mesh so perfectly is, you know, he's really good at moves. He's really good. He's really good at things transitioning well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the way he calls things in the ring, he teaches me how to do that to guys who are younger, the guys where I, where I have to be the reading general, you right. know, about him and him and John. But yeah. as far as that, you know, he, he, the way he makes a match flows. Yes. And the way he explains it, make you trust him. Cause there'd be times where I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, but I trust him. <laughs> right. Cause he sounds like he, he knows what he's talking and he's not, he's not a asshole about it. Yeah. You know, no, he's, he's really nice about it. Uh-huh. And he really like, he'll make me like, yeah, it makes sense to do a backflip off that cow over there. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Luke yeah. told me to. Yeah. Like, it should make, it's got to make sense since Luke said it. Exactly. But, you know, that's how he is, bro. He he really, he doesn't come, he's not like a know-it-all person either. No. He's just, he, he wants to help. Anything exactly. he's a part of, he's he's, perfe- he's a perfectionist. Yeah. He wants to be perfect at it. Yeah. The way his style of wrestling is, it meshes well with mine. Mine is, I don't, a lot of guys, oh, I hope people, these young, young guys are listening because I'll be preaching this shit. <laughs> a lot of these guys, they 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 work their matches around moves. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it wrong, bro. Yeah. You they every spot they have is working towards a super kick. Yes. Or a power driver yeah. or a moonsault. You know, you work towards moments. I work my spots. It don't be it, the moves be cool, but and 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 and, and um, Luke is like this too. The moves be cool, but it's the it's the moments that we working towards. That move is only going to mean something because I'm just setting you up to put you up in the corner for me to say, "Give me my money." Yeah. Give me my smack you. Yeah. So we can establish, oh, this is a big ass pimp. Yeah. Well, Luke just ducked and he just pimp slapped me. Now I'm screaming. Yeah. Now all of the things that we did was just to set in the corner for that little moment or the moment where I dig up my ass. Right. I sniff my finger. This is for people that don't know who I am. This is going to be weird. But you got to come to a show so you'll know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and letting the ref sniff it so the ref can get distracted without touching them. Little shit like that. That's yeah. what you do. Luke, that's how that's the way Luke wrestles. And that's the way I wrestle. You know, and I wish guys would listen to Luke. Uh-huh. I wish they would. Yeah. But right. Yeah. That's how, you know, he does that every in everything. So you just brought that up and uh, about uh, what you do to the ref and it's funny because a guy that i work with actually came to this last show uh in springdale or yeah in springdale arkansas and i told him that i was going to be talking to you tonight and that's what he brought up he was like dude i was dying laughing at that he's like i did not expect that at all yeah bro (laughs) you gotta think outside the box man yeah Yeah. you got to you know they they came by uh, accident i it was a i was it was a long time ago like some years back i just had on had trunks and i was getting i was gaining weight and my butt like started eating the damn trunks it was just getting uncomfortable it was i was just getting too big for these trunks so i kept trying to pull out these chewies without the crowd seeing me and then i realized damn it i'm a heel i can dig a chewy yeah and i dug it in the reaction that I got, and then I I remember watching. You know who Jamie Foxx is? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, yeah. So when he was just doing pure comedy before he was just singing all the time, uh-huh. he was, when he was doing comedy, he had in his one of his standups, he had did this thing where he did, he dug a chewy and he sniffed his finger, and it was it, it made me laugh hysterically when I was a child. And I never forgot that. Yeah. So one show, I just sniffed it, and the crowd went crazy. So then I started pointing to them, and then. And then that, you know, and then that evolved into the ref. You know, how can I? I'm constantly thinking about 
moments. Right. The moment was, I di- you know, I distracted the ref. How can I distract the ref different than everybody else that's been doing it? Yeah. I, you don't want to touch the ref. Do right. I want, I don't have a manager. What can I do? I don't want to bump him. Yeah. Ah, I have him sniff my, my booty. <laughs> Man, yes. that that's, and the thing is, is that's such great, you know, that's like psychology, you know, you're, you're thinking mm-hmm. of how can I do this without doing this? And it's great. You know, uh, ring psychology is very important. I saw a match um, in NXT. I don't remember when it was, but it always stuck out with me on this. People use a chop, you know, just as something they do in the corner. But in this match right. in particular, when they used a chop, it was to make that person open up because they needed to mm. move them. They were using right. it as a tool to get to that next, what they were trying to do. It wasn't just, you know, an um in the ring. It was actually right. a reason behind it. Yep. And that is what is that? That's that that's literally called working. Yep. It's a, it, it, all these guys are doing these moves and it needs, I'm all, I'm okay. I love seeing shit. Yeah, it just needs to mean something. It needs to get to, and you just hit that for what? Now, what are you doing next? Like, what is that going to? What is the ending of you just hit it? So he can, you see what I'm saying? Like, what what reaction are you trying to get from that? Right, right. It's going to be something that I'm going to remember. Yep. Or, or am I going to remember you for? Or am I going to remember just that move? Exactly. You know, you don't want that. Right. You know, and that's that's why every little thing I try to do is different. You you want to set yourself apart. Everybody does a choke slam, so I do it differently. I like choke slams, but I do it differently. Yep. People do power bombs. I try to do differently. Luke is good at that. He do he does stuff like that differently. John Cross was good at that. Yep. Sam Samuel Stack. I call everybody by that. Samuel Stackhouse. He's good at that. You know, yeah. reinventing little things that you know it's hard to reinvent shit now in pro wrestling. You're not gonna, but you it, when you tweak something just a little bit. It yep. makes it different. It makes it mean something much more than what it was if you did. And I wish these young cats. You shoot. You seem like you got it. You want to get in the ring or something and train, bro? Man, Ain't too late. <laughs> I'm 35, man. I. I mean, <laughs> I've already got a hernia. I can't do it. So. <laughs> Luke is 30. What? Luke is 35, 36. Is he? Something like that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Shoot, I don't Luke, know. Oh, there's I, a lot I, of them. I'm good. I'm good back here because you know I can talk and I don't have to get uh, beat up. I feel you. That, that <laughs> shit don't, don't get old, bro. That yeah, shit exactly. gets old quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a favorite feud in all of your years of doing this? Do you have one that sticks out as your favorite? Uh, mm. I have to say, okay, the one the feud with me and Cross is my mm-hmm. favorite. Because okay. they, they kind of like set me up in indie wrestling, in Oklahoma. You know, I we you know we sit in this Oklahoma bubble, and but it, it's our Oklahoma bubble, so you know right. it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, I I wasn't when I started feuding with him. I would go like as as weird as it sounds. I would go you know like today I would go to places and people, Mister Nasty, Mister Nasty. Um, I would go anywhere in Tahlequah. People mm-hmm. would know who I am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I felt special working right. him. Yeah. Um, another one is people don't know. Um, some, do you, are you, a, are you familiar with Samedi? With who? Samedi. Uh, no, uh, I'm not. Uh-uh. Yeah. He's been, he's been out for me. He's my cousin. He does like the, the voodoo thing. Okay. His son, his son is Reese. Okay. Romeo Reese. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are my cousins. Okay. And uh, uh, some years back, people, <laughs> I, I had changed up my gimmick. I wasn't the, the pimp anymore. I was a preacher, and my name was Bishop Nasty. I was pimping a preacher, same thing. And um, I was doing the whole gimmick where, you know, I was saved by God, and I was supposed to be a hill thing, but it never turned out. But that's another story. But anyway, I feuded with my cousin, and um, the, the story was – he actually stole my son. He like kidnapped. It, it was it was fun. He he, he kidnapped my baby at the time. Oh no! And, uh, yeah, we had a match. It was like basically I quit match, but it was a surrender your soul match. Oh, and the, finish, the finish was so my son's my older son. So we I, okay, I end up getting my son back, uh-huh. and I challenged him to a match where he because he wanted his whole thing was he wanted my soul. Okay. In the match, my older kids got involved in the match. He had like he had like some guys that was in the match. And my son got to hit some guys with a chair, and my other son uh, he does this thing. Uh, my cousin does this thing with the with a voodoo doll, okay. and my son got snatched the doll from him and took it away so he couldn't hurt me. And and at the end, the finish was he him and his goons caught my my kids, and he had a steel chair, oh. and he was going to beat the shit out of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he got these two kids and they're oh they did so so well i'm still proud of them to this day and they're crying and then he's got this chair he's about to hit them the crowd is going crazy and i just stop him and i go yes yes let him go i surrender my soul it was very dramatic and emotional yeah there's people crying and stuff and and he goes <laughs> and when he uh, i surrendered my soul i'm hugging my kids um, you know, he's it's like he's giving me this one last hug because when I surrender myself, I'm basically his slave. I, I just right. like I become one of them. And um, yeah. as I'm hugging them, they, you know, they kind of pull them apart from me and they're reaching out to me. And he just nails me in the, in the back of the head with a chair, oh, knocks wow. me out. And it was it was just very emotional because nobody thought I was going to lose. And it was that's one of my favorite ones right wow. there. It was, it was just just that alone. That's a good story, yeah. man. Yeah, it was. Bro, I be trying to, man, I be trying to do stuff. Now, I know sometimes I go too far. Are you familiar with OKX? Yes, yes. Yeah, so the first one, uh-huh. see, I was like, yo, let me, or I think it was the second one, because I think I went against Luke. And I was like, bro, let me pimp your sister, right? Like, I wanted to do a whole <laughs> scenario where yeah. he has a sister. I didn't even know if Luke had a sister, but yeah. I wanted to do it. His sister gets involved, and I pimp her out, and we end up having a ladder match where we hang his sister at the top, and we got to get her ass down, and whoever <laughs> wins gets her. And oh, like wow. I mean, sometimes I go too far, but it's some stuff I be coming up with. I be like, bro, y'all gotta try this. You ain't gonna try it. like hang, 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 hang a hole up at the top, and we can grab her down from the ladder. Oh, like I'm great. pretty sure like that. Yeah. up there man. yeah but yeah like i'll be trying to come up with just the, the most craziest things bro that you can because you don't when you have a pimp and you have a a uh uh some uh um uh what is he uh, uh oh malico i don't know if you know who he is i do He's yeah evil clown yeah, yeah. yeah. evil clowns and and snake ladies and all this you you do something with them you can't just have the normal fuse you gotta incorporate that character because it's going to build up my character right well that's like uh there's a a a family i guess you would say that's in um uh dog pound championship wrestling and Mm -hmm. uh that's the grayson family 
I've had I've had Nathaniel Grayson on here and I've had Xander Grayson on on here as well. And dude, the amount of story that they put behind that, because before it was uh nasty Nate, Nate nasty, you know, and he oh, I know him. I yeah, listen. and you know, and now he's like part of this family because you know he gave himself over to Xander Grayson. Wow. And you know, there's this story behind I love those story-driven, you know, matches, you know, because it gets you um, invested in what's going on. Right. And that's one thing I, I do like about uh, working with uh, Diamond State Wrestling is right. they've got a storyline going on there. You know, the match that you're having with Luke at um, on September 16th of the Shire is because of, uh, you know, what happened at this last show. You know, right. if you want to know what's going on, you need to watch the other shows. And I like that. I it pulls people in and it makes them more invested and then they want to know what's going to happen next and they come back to see what's going to happen exactly like i especially on indie shows bro yeah stop doing this whole this is a throwaway match no this yep. is the making keep coming matches this is we're not wwe man yeah like i get having that one paper you know that i said pay-per-view that one big show you have that's like everybody's wrestlemania i get that you build up you don't have something to build up to but every other show besides that one it doesn't need to be an ending. Right. It should keep coming. If a, if a feud ends, it should another one should start. Right. right. When that that should be the reason why it ended because another yeah. one started. Exactly. Like that's when you keep people wanting to come back, man. Yep. I think Diamond State. I, I man, I I enjoy it a lot. You know, yep. I enjoy it a lot. And then, like you said, man, they 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 really own to something when it comes to doing the stories where yes. it fits our character y'all i can't give a lot out it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot going on oh yeah definitely yep with me with other people the come the camacho story uh-huh. it, it's a lot you can it's so much depth in that and it's just a shame that we get on these shows and it's just oh you wrestled him okay you're gonna wrestle him like let us you know some people that's very very uh uh, uh, artist, uh, art, artistic and everything with, when it comes to wrestling. Wrestling is an art, bro. It yeah. is a, it is a way that you could uh, show who you are through wrestling. That's an art form, bro. And um, I love it, man. I love when they let us, you know, promoters let us come up with ideas. We might tweak it, but okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna have this for you. You know what I mean? And that's what, like you said, that's what made people want to come back, bro. Yeah, exactly. So we're coming up on a close here, and I've just got a few more questions for you before I get you off. Okay. Um, what advice would you have for someone who is just starting out? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, be different. Be different. Be different. Mm-hmm. Be different. Uh, um, travel. Please travel. Travel your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, uh, um, l- no, okay, this is hard to explain because I'll be trying to explain it to people and I'm horrible at it, like a new guy. Uh, try to find out who to listen to. And I and I hate to say it like that, but how, how can I put it? Who, who Not is, everybody gives who, good advice. Thank you. There you go. Yep. Yep. There you go. And it's hard. It's hard, but you got to kind of... You, you, it's all. It's always listen to everybody because people don't have to give you advice. Always listen, but yeah. look where they come from. Look what they've done. Yeah. Look where they're going. You know, and that's how you. That's how you determine. That's all I had to learn. Yeah. You know, because um, that's a big thing when God is telling you not to do something, and if you would have done it, you would have been on this show. You know what I mean? And, but yeah, that's basically 
um, what I can come up with right now. <laughs> All right, man. So is there anything coming up that maybe you want to talk about before I get you off here? Um, uh, I, well, I, one of the, um, one of the things I did talk about, um, that I was doing is just, a, this is kind of like a personal thing. Uh, you All know, right. uh, um, I am traveling out of Oklahoma, out of the Midwest period. I'll be in, uh, California for the first time, um, in October. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'm trying to, it's all about networking, man. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah it is. It's scary though. Yeah. Exciting <laughs> and scary. I don't, I hate traveling and <laughs> this is, this is a traveling business. I it hate is. it. I, I like to just, if I could just snap my fingers and be there, yeah. the actual getting there is the part I hate. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, this is going to be a, a, a lot of us, uh, quite a few from Oklahoma going up to uh, uh, California and making some trips there and doing some things. So awesome. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. Looking forward to it. Well, I'll definitely be looking out for that and everything. Um, if people want to follow you online, how can they do that? Oh, good. Oh, yeah, man. Just hit me up on. I'm on Facebook a lot on my Facebook page. So, um, my first one, I have a, a first Facebook. It's uh one of the little regular accounts. It's Mister Nasty because they wouldn't let me. I guess they wouldn't either have ID to say that I was Mister Nasty. Uh-huh. So it's M A. I'm oh Lord M I S T A H. Then the middle is Nas N A S and then T T E E. Um, my um, fan page is Mr. Nasty, the Creole Soul on Facebook. All right. and that's my like my fan page. But yeah, that's where you can, you know, hit me up on. All right, man. And uh, do you have any final thoughts before I get you off here? Yes, I do. Uh, always clean your ass. Keep it clean. Because <laughs> you never know. You never know. You can, something can end up getting off in there and now you got a stinky situation always clean your ass (laughs) all right man well it has been awesome talking to you tonight tonight i have really enjoyed this i appreciate uh, it good man it was fun talking to you too bro we're definitely gonna have to get you back on here at some point real talk real talk I, i would i would love that man all right well i'll talk to you later man all right pimpin have a good one you too Hey, listener, this is a not paid for product placement for the Zero to Hero podcast. What do you if mean? If you not definitely paid? like what you're listening to now, come on over to the, the Zero to Hero podcast. Lights on, just anywhere you want to be able to find your podcast at trash bills, like Apple Podcasts, week, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, which is still a little weird. For the two next two weeks. Come on over and enjoy yourself and listen to Billy and myself bicker, argue, and well, fight about a lot of things as we are the Bulk and School of Podcasting. How the hell am I going to Good luck out there and for... welcome back to the show. A yabba dabba doo. This is a Cat's Pajamas, aka Cat's PJs, and I'm the host of Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Well, what is it that I got at the radio show, you may ask? I've got everything from live interviews with various people from wrestling to bands and musicians and artists and artist collectives we talk all things conspiracies scary stories and uh, fun random music facts you can check me out on spotify 
Max Pajamas Radio Show. Got a really killer playlist for all of you as well. Or you can find me on Instagram. Cats Pajamas 123. So I hope y'all go ahead and give that a listen. And a special thanks to uh, If You Give a Daughter Podcast for putting me on. Much love. Appreciate it. everybody i hope that you enjoyed that episode with mr nasty he was a lot of fun to have on the show i enjoyed that conversation a lot i think it's probably in my top four uh conversations that i've had here and uh, i can't wait to have him back on the show so i want to give a shout out to my uh, podcast networks that i am a part of that is the oiw podcast network the avenue podcast network and the zeo to hero podcast network You hear me talk about all these guys. They bring great stuff to the table, all kinds of great content. Um, I do commercials at the end of my show for a lot of them. So uh, go and check them out, whether you're looking for wrestling podcasts or adventure podcasts or fan fiction. uh, You can find that on any one of these groups here. I am so thankful to be a part of all of them. I've had, you know, Billy and Jim from Zero to Hero on the podcast. I've had... um, cosplay dude on here from the zeo to hero podcast network as well i've got a few more of those guys that are coming up uh i believe at the end of the month i will be having on a crown who is another guy who is in our discord who awesome dude we're gonna have all kinds of fun stuff to talk about uh it's it's really cool uh, it's just gonna be a lot of fun and then i should be bringing on mark uh the red cornish ranger here soon as well as well as ty tiger uh they all bring amazing content to Zeo to Hero and to the group, and I am just so thankful to be a part of them, as well as OIW. I, I know if you guys have been trying to use their website, it's been down for the last few weeks, and what they're doing is they're making it a little bit more user-friendly, so here in the future, we are going to have our own separate pages that are part of the OIW podcast network. So just uh, stay tuned for that. Don't give up on seeing the cool stuff there. It will be coming here soon. So I do have merch out, as you know. I uh, have stuff that my wife makes for me. It's t-shirts and coffee mugs and stickers, as well as pretty much anything else that you could want. If you want um, merch for my show, make sure you hit me up or hit her up, and it's Cups and Teas by Stacia. She makes all kinds of great stuff. If you want custom things made for a cheap price and have really great quality, make sure that you hit up Cups and Teas by Stacia. I will have a link to her in my show notes, as well as all of the podcast networks. I also want to give a shout out to D-Cure for creating my ending theme song. You hear it at the end of every one of these episodes. He does an amazing job, and I am so thankful that he was able to make that for me. If you like what you hear, make sure that you go and follow him. He's coming out with new stuff all the time. I also want to give a shout out to Original Geek Comics for giving me a place in their Paladin comic book. Um... It's really cool that I'm able to advertise in something like that and to be a part of that. I've had Nick on the show. You've heard me talk with him, and I'm just really glad uh, to be a part of that group of people and be able to interact and do things on the comic book side because, as you know, I am a nerdy dad podcast, and so that's just right in my wheelhouse, and I just love it. And thank you guys so much for that. 
I'm also doing uh, the rare cut for Diamond State Wrestling. It is a pre-show and it is a hype show. So what we do is we talk about all the matches that have happened. As you heard in this interview today, Diamond State Wrestling is a story-based, story-driven uh, wrestling company. And we try to bring as much entertainment as possible. And so you have this rare cut show that we do that kind of gets you up to date with what's going on. We post it on the YouTube page. Uh, the same place where you can find the last three shows that we've done and the show that just happened a few weeks ago should be up on there as well here really soon. So make sure that you go out there and follow Diamond State Wrestling. I will have a link to them and I'll have a link to the YouTube page where you can find the rare cut as well. So you hear me talking about social media and things like that. Well, if you want to follow me on social media, then you can do so by going to Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok or um, threads, um, Twitter, all those places. Just look up if you give a data podcast and you can find me there. Uh, you can also look me up on Google. I should be the first 10 to 15 results there as well. Send me a line. If you want to talk to me, go ahead and do that. Send me a line on there. I'd love to hear from you guys. Or if you'd like to send me an email, you can send it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I really do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. As you're listening to this, make sure that you go out and rate and review this episode. Give me a five-star rating. That way people can find this a lot more easily and uh, they can enjoy this show as well. The more people that come and listen, the better. Uh, also, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to this and hit the notification bell. That way you are aware of when new episodes of iGadap are available. I love doing this show. It's so much fun. And I hope that you guys are enjoying what I'm doing here. Um, this is so much fun. I'm getting to meet so many really cool people. As I'm recording this, I'm actually on the road for my shoot job. And uh, I'm doing this part in a hotel room. And I'll be recording in a hotel room for this next week's episode. So I just hope you guys bear with me if it sounds a little different or something like that. Just uh, I'll be back in my regular studio next week. But this next episode that I record will be done in this room, in this hotel room where I'm at. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. But now it is time for Billy's favorite part of the episode and everyone else's favorite part. And that is Dad Joke of the Week. <laughs> what kind of music do fish listen to? Something catchy. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, though we're blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. Listen closely, download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. And listen closely, download and tune in remotely.
This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.